0: women who misbehave
1: a podcast about the intersections of pop culture the political the personal and even the spiritual we're your hosts betsy aimit and linda garcia hi guys welcome back to women who misbehave hi We are so excited to talk to you all today. We are at the We All Grow Summit. Betsy, do you want to tell them what We All Grow Summit is?
0: We All Grow Summit is an amazing space for digital creators, mostly women, but men, I think, are also invited to the party. And it's really a weekend for everybody to gather. It's put on together by an organization that I think is now called We All Grow. That was formerly called Latina Bloggers Connect. And it's women all over the country come together and learn and listen and network on how to be digital creators, whether it's you have a YouTube channel, you have a blog, or even if you want to have one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a space where sponsors treat all the attendees to some really nice goodies. Yes, we get spoiled. We definitely get spoiled. Last year, uh, Linda and I both attended mm-hmm. and we definitely had, I had a little bit of a We All Grow hangover. How about you? I had a We All Grow belly <laughs> That's right. I sorry, I'll clarify. I did not mean an actual alcoholic hangover. I meant more of a hangover because you get treated so nicely.
1: Ah, uh, my mind just went straight to alcohol. <laughs> Um, and what I meant by we all grow belly is that I was about eight months pregnant last year when I came. Um, but yeah, there was definitely a hangover. I didn't look at it that way. Last year, one of my favorite parts was Dove was a sponsor last year and they had a keynote speaker. They had cosmic Christine. If you're, if you haven't heard of her, she's amazing. And she had just the most beautiful keynote speech ever. It really inspired me. It moved me. And it definitely um, set the tone for the year for me, so I'm just excited to be back in the space with you, and all of our girlfriends are here, so it's just really a fun time.
0: Yeah, and one of my highlights, aside from all the speakers and the great workshops, was that I actually met a woman, by coincidence, in the lobby, and her name is um, Monica Rivera, and you know, we just hit it off and we became friends since then. And she has been really amazing and really inspiring. And she's the kind of person who um, is always thinking of how she can help other people. Yes. And um, from there, she she actually recently wrote something called the Chingona Manifesto uh, for the Huffington Post. So I encourage you all to check that out. And so this is kind of her and I's one year anniversary. That's exciting. And the people you meet Uh, And sometimes it's people you follow online or people who you've heard about um, and you get to meet them here. So it's a a really um, inspiring and positive space for women. And it happens to be Women's History Month. I think this is a great way to kick it off
1: absolutely we are in Long Beach that's where it's taking place at Hotel Maya so just to give you um a description or paint the scenery for you we're in Betsy's room I'm looking out the window right now and there's beautiful palm trees I could see downtown Long Beach and I could see the water Um, If I lean back, I can see some boats. It's just very relaxing environment, very peaceful. And just like Betsy said, the energy, the women, it's just great. I'm excited. Our first day, we had field trips. I went on a Red Bull field trip and that pretty much just entailed us working out. How was that? It was really intense, kicked my butt. I haven't worked out since I mean, during my pregnancy, I hiked a lot, but I haven't done a real intense workout probably since before the pregnancy. It kicked my ass. I don't know if you saw my Insta story. I did. It was really intense we had a really nice lunch it was um dj'd by the chulita vinyl club mm-hmm. and it was really nice can you tell us what the purpose is of these companies taking us on these field trips yes yeah great question so basically um there's sponsors that want to tap into our demographics so they want to tap into latinas and latinos just the latino demographic and obviously this is the perfect event to do that because we have a lot of purchasing power yes we We do. We do. As of 2007, we have the most purchasing power out of any minority group in the United States, which to me is unbelievable that that has been a statistic since 2007. And here we are, 2017. We just heard a really big announcement that Avino has their very first Latina ambassador. So it baffles me that it's taking companies sometimes up to 10 years to even sponsor. That's why events like these are so important. Mm -hmm. Not only, you know, I mean, they're important for people to create. Ana Flores, her and her team creating this amazing event for us, but also, you know, participating in these events and actually going. Sometimes I know it can get really challenging because there's cost involved and you might feel like it's, it might be a little expensive, but it is such a great investment in yourself. Yes. And I'm sorry I derailed back to your question. So basically these brands, they know that they can come to We All Grow Summit. They have access to top-notch bloggers and they also have access to up-and-coming bloggers that are essentially being mentored by these top-notch bloggers, right? Because we're sitting through these seminars and it's like top-notch. I don't want to say top-notch. I guess what I'm trying to say is someone that is already established and has been blogging for years and has experience and has a following, then sharing their knowledge and passing it down to us younger ones um, that are newly trying to break through in this industry. So I think it's just really um, a place for these
0: brands to come tap in create relationships with all of us and i went on the mazda field trip and it was amazing and i love my mazda i know they're not paying us to say that but if you want to pay us please do um i have a cx-5 and i love so we got to go on a field trip where we drove all these different mazda vehicles and then we went to the Terrania Terrania I can't even say that Um, what is it it's a resort in Rancho Palos Verdes and it's amazing and it's beautiful and it's right on the on the bluffs uh, in Palos Verdes which is if you're from California and you haven't gone or LA you need to go see it's beautiful a lot of hiking and we had a chance to meet the designer of, of Mazda, who actually is Ooh. an innovator in her field, which is mostly dominated her. by men. And so she talked to us about the sexism that she's encountered. So it was a really dynamic and interesting conversation to hear about the many ways that women can sometimes be challenged when they want to go into fields that are dominated by men. Yeah. So that was interesting and we also got treated to a lavish brunch, um, a wine and chocolate pairing. So again, it was a reflection of Mazda realizing that they want to tap into the Latino millennial um, population and wanted to treat us to this experience and it was it was fun that's amazing in between one of my squats
1: I got on Instagram and I saw that you were like drinking champagne and I was so jealous
0: <laughs> oh no so if anybody wants to come a few people um, send me messages on my Instagram you know you don't have to be a blogger to come even if it's something you want to do or if you're starting out or if you've been thinking about it or just if you want to come and learn more about creating in the digital space yes. we really recommend that you come next year and and we'll be here probably and we can all get together and hang out.
1: So we're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to talk about our theme for this month.
0: welcome back to women who Misbehave. so it's women's history month so we're really excited to kick off an exciting month of engagement and so we're going to be talking about women but specifically really talking about women who have saved our lives women who have inspired us women who've helped us and also talking about how we build community and sisterhood Yeah. So being here at We All Grow, I think is a perfect opportunity for us to kick off this month. And uh, there is uh, a lot to talk about. But today, Linda, I wanted to ask you, when is a time when a woman saved your life?
1: I have to say that I have been saved by women multiple times. Her name is Gigi Ekstrom. is an amazing marketing teacher that we had in high school, and she taught at a school that was really in need of excellent teachers. Fun fact, she was the inventor of broccoli and cheese soup for Campbell's. So basically, her grandfather would always make broccoli and cheese soup, and she worked in marketing at Campbell's Soup, and she brought the idea, and it became, it is, I believe, their number one selling soup of all time. She was very young when she did this. She retired shortly after that. She backpacked the world, and she spent a lot of time in South America, learned Spanish. She wanted to come back to a community where she could give back. She was a teacher at my high school, and she saw some potential in me and she really just took me under her wing I mean if it wasn't for her I would not have gone to college she like made me fill out my FAFSA form she sat down and we went like line by line and she's like you're going to college did was it in your mind to go to college before she came along I think it was like it was in my mind But I think going to college is so overwhelming. There's a lot of steps that you have to take. And because I wasn't necessarily in an environment, I wasn't like living with my parents at the time. And we'll get into that in future episodes. But I wasn't raised by my parents during this time. I didn't have the proper foundation where like, you know, when your ch- child wants to go to school, you actually take those steps, right? So you start to fill out scholarship forms, financial aid forms, if you need the financial aid and you start to visit schools and you take those steps. There was no one really there to be like the parent to do that for me. It was going to have to be something that was going to come from me. And it kind of wasn't. I was kind of lagging on it, even though I was doing really good in school as far as being involved in school. You were class president, right? I was senior class vice president. Mm. I was like president of the drill team. I was involved everywhere where I could be involved. She took me under her wing And I went off to college, you know, and she really became a mother figure for me in so many ways. When I went to college, I moved on campus, and then I realized once school was over for that year, that I didn't have anywhere to go. Like, I didn't have a home. So I was kind of stressed out about it, and I mentioned it to her, like, I don't have a home. Everyone's getting ready to go home for the summer. And she was absolutely gracious, and she opened up her home, and I got to live with her for an entire summer.
0: Okay.
1: She. Let me get myself together. (laughs) She did really important things that really set up a foundation for me that I still apply that I apply in my home now. Like for example, it was very important for us to cook dinner all of us together every night. So it didn't matter what we were all doing during the day; we all had to make sure we all, meaning myself and her husband, um, I got a part-time job, and we all just had to be home by dinner time. And what that meant was it meant. We got together, we decided on what we wanted for dinner, the three of us cooked, she gave direction on what each of us was going to do, we finished our tasks, set the table, light candles on the table, you know, it was just so nice, and we went around the table, and each one of us would um, discuss how our day went. It's beautiful. It really was. I never had that before, ever, in my life, and I was just so grateful, like, I I understood a family dynamic and it was something for me to aspire. I put that in the back of my head. One day this is the way I will run my Mm -hmm. home. She gave me a really strict rule. I had to read one book every week. What books did you read? So I read Beach. I think Alex Garland maybe. I I can't remember the author's name. And I read um, Home is Where Your Heart Is. Those are the two I remember off the top of my head.
0: Were you an avid reader?
1: No, no, actually not at all. If I read books in school, I would just find the cliff notes and that's how I would do my book reports and stuff like that. I actually hated reading. And um, so it was a really big task for me when it
0: was given to me. That's how I fell in love with reading. That's amazing because I feel like in the time I've known you, books are very significant and we frequently talk about books we're reading or books we want to read. And that's a big part of the conversations that we have. You know, ladies and gentlemen, that's the impact you can all have on other people. Mm -hmm. And you know
1: what? I hadn't even thought of that. Like till right this second when you asked that question, I hadn't thought that if I wouldn't have lived with her, I probably would have never like picked up soul searching books. Back then my perception of books was too long. I couldn't get through it. I couldn't focus. I couldn't concentrate. And she really helped me get through that. I didn't even realize that till just now. We all have the potential to impact another person's life in that way. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then every summer she goes to Switzerland. So it was time for her to go to Switzerland. And she said her last words to me were like, definitely have a party. But when I get back, <laughs> I want it to look like there wasn't a party. <laughs> you know? So I thought that was really cool of her too, you know, to let me sort of like exercise and explore mainly. She knew who my friends were, who were also her students. And she knew we were good kids and we weren't going to get too crazy. Um, But I I was just so grateful to her and everything that she gave me, all of the tools that she gave me for me to start sort of building my own little family in the future. You know, I had an example
0: of that, which I really didn't have growing up. And that's important when we didn't have that in our own home. Yeah. To have those role models, right? Yeah,
1: definitely. I was so grateful. And I would always tell her like, one day I'm going to pay you back. And I just felt like this big burden. Like, how am I going to pay her back? Like, what am I going to do? And... There was something that she taught me that really resonated with me that I had never heard before. And she
0: said, you're not going to pay it back. You're going to pay it forward. Write that down, everybody. (laughs) Because I think that's a really important theme for us as we think of Women's History Month and we think of how far women have gone Mm -hmm. is we want to acknowledge that and we want to thank and honor the women in our past, whether we knew them or they're women we read about, and then use that and honor them by paying it forward. So what does it mean to pay it forward? So paying it forward means that
1: you take all of those good feelings that you received from that gesture. And instead of depositing them back, you're actually going to deposit them forward into another human being. So let's just say that if someone did a really big gesture for Gigi that really impacted her life, if she would have paid that gesture back, then it would have just stayed within those two people and it wouldn't have created an effect where there was actual change in the course of life. Um, and so because she did this for me, she changed the course of my life. And so it was my turn to change the course for someone else's life. So that can be anything from, you know, something really small. I mean, really small, even just a smile, you know, is paying it forward, um, or something really extravagant, like letting someone come into your home. So Betsy, did you have a woman that saved your life? And I guess, have you paid it forward if you
0: did? So for me, that has always been a really important approach to how I live my life. And at first, I think it was instinctual, and it was based on my own experience. When I started working in politics, there was nobody I really knew mm-hmm. who did it, and I happened to meet a woman, my first boss, who was a Latina um, who's in DC now, and. Um, had a really high um, position where she now actually until recently was working so that there was more people of color working in those, sh- you know, echelons in Washington, D.C. of government. Mm. And she really took me in. She taught me some really basic fundamentals of, of writing and working in an office and how to navigate and how to manage difficult situations. Um, when I had a really bad breakup and I was crying in my desk all day, she told me to get a therapist and like she didn't hug me and cuddle cuddle me but but she but she told me she's like look i went through a divorce and i went to therapy and there's no shame in that and i know it's not part of our our culture but you should do it i was working for her we had a relationship with the hillary clinton campaign at that time in 2007 when she was first running and she got me a job to go to iowa i mean she she carved the opportunity for me to get myself an interview to go and she told me like my job would be waiting and for me to go but to come back when it was over in Iowa. This was for the Iowa uh, part of the campaign. And she paid for my airfare, wow, to get there. And she gave me a winter coat. I mean, I, I'm forever grateful for her. She would give me harsh feedback and sometimes I would cry when she gave it to me, but it was, it was really helpful and she didn't have to do any of that. I worked with her for a year and a half and then I moved on. I would always befriend the intern yeah so even now one of my best friends she was my intern and we were very close in age we we're like only like three four years apart and now she's running for office and it started because i took an interest in her and we became friends and i can say i'm friends with interns and the receptionists, like everywhere i would go because if ever i found a girl who i saw something of myself in or either an experience or where we grew up, I would always make sure and try to provide a little bit of help and take them for coffee Mm -hmm. and say, you know, hey, you know, these are some of the things I've learned. And it wasn't because I always thought I wanted people to listen to my advice. I just wanted to extend a hand in case they they needed something. And it's like, what is that saying? Be the person you needed when you were younger. Yeah. So that's what it is to me
1: to pay it forward. I think a lot of the times we forget the situations that we were in when we received a helping hand from someone. You move past it. You're you've accomplished your goal. You find your stride. We might find it like complicated to have to like stop whatever you're doing and take focus on someone else. So I think it's really admirable that you do that. You did that, and that
0: you practice that. Yeah, and, and I can honestly say in my my, my role that I, I left a few months ago um, during my tenure there, I was able to hire three really strong, young, capable women who I think were ready for, for the next step. And sometimes it's about we don't see gifts in ourselves, and so we need other people to see them for us. And my most important job from the moment I hired them It was it was them like I was about them. Like to me, managing was about people and it was about them and investing in people. Um, So if you're in that role or you're ever in that role, really, really, really think about that and think about the opportunity you have to be a teacher for someone. Absolutely. And it sounds like your teacher did that for you, too. Yeah, she really did.
1: There's so many benefits to paying it forward, because not only are you changing the course of someone else's life, but you're also generating um, more positive experiences for your own life. I feel like she was very, very rich. She was rich in her heart and her soul. It really vibrated. She was very passionate about helping inner city kids and giving them opportunities that were given to her so easily. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: I agree, you know, and now you you're an ambassador for Kedrin, right?: Yes, which is a health center uh, in South l a, so I see you paying it forward in many ways.: Yeah, so I want to close off a segment by asking you a very important question.: Yeah. Did you have a party?
1: hell yeah, I had a party. (laughs) Yeah, we had, it wasn't even raging though. I mean, she probably figured that, you know, I think that when, I think that was also another valuable lesson that I didn't catch until now. Maybe if she had restricted me and said, you know, no parties, then it would have been like raging. Something would have broken, you know, I don't know. We had a cookout (laughs) in her backyard with beer and my high school friends and, you know, It sounds like the
0: parties we have now as 30-year-olds. I know.
1: I know. Do you keep in touch with her? You know what? We keep in touch ever so often. Um, She lives in Dallas, so it's not like we can see each other all the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we'll have like a Facebook conversation every now and then, like a, I love you, thank you for what you did, you know, still just letting her know that I'm still, till this day, very grateful for her, so.
0: And I think we all have women like that. Like, we obviously have our our mothers and those relationships, you know, vary and and can be complicated, but I think we also have all these other women who mother us or play that mother figure role for us at different points in our lives. And it happens to be sometimes they're, they're just what we needed when we needed it. So thank you. We'll be back and we're going to talk about how you can pay it forward in current issues. Someone's going through a difficult time, you can write them a card. Write them a handwritten note, which is something that people don't do too often anymore. Yeah. And think about how special it feels to receive mail. Yeah. So let's and and even tying it in a little bit to the political, if you know someone who is going to be impacted or might be impacted in a significant way, you can write them a card and saying that you're thinking of them. Or if a friend of yours got a promotion, I know we all send a text and like, oh, my God, like happy emojis or whatever (laughs) gift. What if you send a handwritten card? It's really, I think, about going the extra mile. And really spreading those good, positive feelings uh, that that we all need. What about you, Linda?
1: A lot of the times I think we're so self-involved and we never stop to actually ask somebody a question, whether it's specifically about their life when you're trying to get to know them or how their week is going and just really just listen to them, listen to their story. You don't even have to really give advice. You know, if you could just be with them in that moment. I know it feels so good to me when I, you know, have something that I really need to get off my chest. And when I finally get it off my chest, I feel relieved, like I can let it go. I think listening to someone's story is a nice and easy way to um, pay it
0: forward. So in the show notes, we're going to link to a piece that has 45 small ways to pay it forward. And we really encourage all of you to always be intentional about this, but especially I think during Women's History Month, if there's a special person in your life, a a woman, reach out to them and try to pay it forward to them in some way and then tell us. Leave a comment on
1: our Instagram. And then how about we pick someone each week from a comment that they left on how they paid it forward. We'll share that.
0: We look forward to hearing from you. We're going to go back and enjoy the conference.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Find us on Instagram at Women Who Misbehave. Don't forget to check out our website, womenwhomisbehave.com. And then also subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. We love you guys. Till next week.